The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We're going to get right to our top story today, and that is, of course, truck driver Jaskrat Singh Sidhu has been sentenced to eight years in prison for killing 16 people and injuring 13 others in the Humboldt Broncos bus crash. Judge Inez Cardinal told court in Melfort, Saskatchewan, that Sidhu's remorse and guilty plea were a mitigating factors, but she said she had to consider the number of people who died or were severely injured. Chris Joseph's son, Jackson, died in the crash. We're disappointed. We knew we were going to be disappointed coming in, uh, but we thought Judge Cardinal was uh, very professional, very prepared, and I think she came back with the number that was probably the best um, for all the parties. It, It seems like it's something that would kind of appease our families yet maybe not be appealable by uh, the defendants. So uh, as far as the number goes, I, me personally, I knew I was going to be disappointed no matter what. There's, there's no number that would have made me happy. Um, but I do respect the fact that Judge Cardinal did a, a really thorough job and we were very impressed with, with how she did that. That is Chris Joseph, whose son's Jackson, uh, whose son Jackson died in the crash. We're joined now by Global Regina Sarah Comadina, who was there as the sentence was handed down. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. So tell us. Um, I, I mean, it just. I, I can't even imagine what it was like in the courtroom today. What was it like? It was. There was a heavy sadness. I mean, a lot of the family members there just are carrying the weight of this year. It's been an incredibly hard year for everyone involved. And when they were in court today, it's kind of that final send-off for us to do. That part will have closure since he's now sentenced. But the fact that there's still loved ones that will never return Mm -hmm. and also the 13 injured are suffering those severe injuries, many will be changed forever. So it's not closure on that end, but in the part where with Sadu's role in that, that part of that does see some closure. So Sarah, just to clarify, and so everyone uh, who's listening uh, knows uh, exactly, he was sentenced to eight years in prison. Mm -hmm. Uh, He will serve that in Canada and then be deported? Yes. He was sentenced to eight years in prison, eight years for each count of dangerous driving causing death and five years for each count of dangerous driving causing bodily harm. He is serving that concurrently, so those are all grouped together into one sentence. He'll serve that in Canada, and because the sentence is longer than six months, he will then be after deported to back to his home uh, his home country in India. Okay. All right, now the prosecution, prosecution in this case had asked for a more severe sentence, slightly more severe. I think they had recommended 10 years. Uh, the, defen- mm-hmm. the defense had not recommended anything and they had simply cited previous cases, which came in around four years in many cases. Uh, it's still just a number though, right? I mean, what, you know, in general terms, what was the reaction to the number 10? In general terms, it was mixed. I feel that for some, there's just no number that would ever be enough. We heard that in that earlier uh, interview clip. And for others, it's a number, but it's never going to bring their loved ones back. And so it doesn't mean much to them. So it's very conflicted. When we heard from Christina Hogan, the widow of Darcy Hogan, um, she talked about how there's no emotions that are tied to any sentence um, because it's not beneficial for her and her family. And there's no winner here. That's that's what she felt. But 
in the same breath, we heard from um, Toby Boulay, and I'm sure a lot of you recognize that name. Yep. He's Logan Boulay's dad, and that was the boy who donated his organs. And um, he says that he would have liked to see the, each each count uh, served, and that would equal to about 193 years. Yeah. And he, he kind of was out of a loss and, and said, but that's just not how our Canadian government and the Canadian law sits right now. Um, so he's not satisfied with that. And he would have actually preferred 13 years. But again, he would have yeah. He he would have liked the harshest sentence possible. So we we saw both of those spectrums. These families were so strong that they're coming out here that they're here listening to this part of the the sentence. It's it's just devastating that this has to be a, um, a part of their lives at the end of the day. Now, uh, what was um, Mr. Sadu's reaction to the sentence? He. When he learned the sentence, he was sitting quietly. The whole courtroom was actually pretty quiet with with that. Um, he he sat quietly. I was there when he was taken outside and when he was in custody and uh, put in the police vehicle and then driven away. Uh, his head was down. I mean, I couldn't imagine how he is feeling right now when he spoke earlier this year he just was an absolutely broken man he did plead guilty to to all of those 29 charges and 29 counts of dangerous driving and um he's he's a broken man and i feel that his family was was there in full force he had a lot of family members sitting behind him and they they were talking that uh we heard earlier from shanann singh to do this is jack Scratch's uncle and he said that they feel indebted to the families and the victims and the public at large for the support and sympathy and understanding they have shown throughout this trial and for his nephew and other families so it is yeah, it, it's, it's not easy for anybody. Well, you know, this whole thing's a tough one because you, you have to look at action and consequences, and it's a conversation you couldn't possibly have with family members or friends, relatives, because it would seem completely insensitive. Uh, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, this driver did something that others have done, but the consequences were so much different and so, and so much more impactful than... I mean, all of us have run a stop sign. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have to, and again, this is an argument I would never make with a family member, but, you know, there has to be, I'm sure there has had to have been conversations along those lines that he, first of all, made the prosecution's job very easy by pleading guilty. Um, well, I mean, I think it's because he just, he feels guilty. He he didn't set out to do that that day. He, um, when we heard from the defense, they were talking that he, he did feel a lot of pressure. Uh, there was a lot of things leading up to what happened there, but he still did ignore four warning signs and then a big, large stop yeah. sign with a large flashing light, and and then he blew it, and that's when the accident happened. So there's a lot of compassion there from the general public and as well as families involved, although there are still some families very angry and and they don't feel that compassion. Sarah, before we let you go, the anniversary of this horrific accident is coming up. Um, Was there any talk about how the families uh, were planning on marking that or just trying to get through it? (laughs) I think, yeah, and I think you said it right. Families are just trying to get through it and there will be a vigil in Humboldt on April 6th 
uh, to honor one year since the tragic bus crash. So we can expect to see the hockey team recognizing it. We could expect to see also some families making their way back to Humboldt to also honor that day. That is going to be another very difficult day in this in this process. Families are still severely grieving, and I. Like I said earlier, I don't know if these families and victims will ever seek closure. Their lives are forever changed, but every every day is, is a step moving forward without their loved ones. And I, it's just unimaginably hard. I can't imagine what these families are still going through. Global Regina, Sarah Comedina joining us this afternoon. Sarah, thank you for this. Thank you for taking the, the time and thank you for the coverage. We look forward to seeing uh, more of your work uh, tonight on Global. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Sarah Comadina. Uh, just before we take a break here, the Humboldt Broncos organization did put out a statement saying it is thankful that this legal matter has been resolved and that Mr. Sadu is being held accountable uh, for his careless actions. Uh, his careless actions goes on to say this past year has been extremely difficult. Having this legal matter settled and the sentencing complete is a big step in the healing process for the survivors, grieving families, our organization, and the community of Humboldt and the surrounding area. Yeah. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.